welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to another episode of No Head, where we learn to live in the present moment and navigate life together. This podcast is available in all the podcast apps. If you haven't subscribed, please take a moment to subscribe now. It really helps other people discover the podcast. How are you doing, breathers? Yeah, that's my name for all of you who take time to breathe and be in the present moment. If you're tuning in for the first time, my name is Dorothy Ooko, and when I'm not doing my day job in communications, I facilitate a mindfulness course at Google called Search Inside Yourself. And so as is our practice, I'd like to invite us to fully arrive by taking a few moments to breathe. By doing a few breathing exercises. Let's practice together by being aware of our next three breaths. We will breathe in through the nose to a count of five. We will hold to a count of two. And then we will breathe out slowly to a count of five. Let's begin. Breathe in through your nose. Hold. Breathe out slowly. Breathe in through your nose. Hold. Breathe out slowly. Breathe in through your nose. Hold. Breathe out slowly. Now let your breathing return to its normal rhythm. Not controlling anything. Just breathing in and out, in and out, letting your breath guide you, letting your breath lead you, bring back your attention to where we are. Today's episode is a bit different from the others. I wanted to share with you a talk I gave at the Cannes Lion Festival of Creativity at the Roger Hatchwell Academy early this year, no, in June this year. It was to a graduating class of 40 students from all over the world and I was looking for an idea to inspire them as we were going through the second wave of COVID. I hope it will inspire you as we talk about community and our role in community. We can kick off today's uh, next session with the one and only Dorothy. Um, I know her as an incredible human being. She, I know she gives opportunity to so many people in 
I'm going to say in Africa, but I personally in Kenya and in terms of people uplifting their society through her podcast and the work that she does um, at Google stroke YouTube Africa, she's an amazing human being. And I am going to lead with that and let Dorothy do her introduction and take us through the session. Thank you. If you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go together. This is an African proverb that has really shaped a lot of what I do and some of the lessons I have learned during the pandemic. And I'm hoping that I'll share some of these lessons with you and that they can be an inspiration as Sydney uh, was saying. And as Sean has said, my name is Dorothy, Dorothy Oko. I'm born in, I was born in Kenya and I'm African at heart, but I believe I'm a global citizen. I'm really excited about this opportunity and I've known Sean for many years and um, just incredible to see also the work that he's done. And I think he illustrates the, the point that I'm making that if you want to go fast, you go alone, but if you want to go far, you go together. This, this idea of community is one that I think has really been taught to us during the pandemic. And from Africa, it's really part of what we call the Ubuntu philosophy. This idea of I am because we all are, and the idea that we need one another to be able to survive. And so many of you probably know, if Sean hasn't talked about it, but Kenya, we are known for one thing only. Let's see, how many of you know anything about Kenya? All right, no one? Okay, what do you know about Kenya? Just, just testing the waters. You can just unmute and say, and then I will send an award from Kenya. You have the best chapatis. I love you, the best chapatis, okay. That puts me at test because I don't think I make the best chapatis, right. Thanks, Tracy. Anything else? The tea. That tea. Oh yeah, indeed, indeed, the best chai. Okay, all right. That's it, I'm heartbroken. We are the best in athletics, like no one beats us. If you watch um, any athletics, the Olympics, we are always there. But that's beside the point. Let's still test who is the best, the world record holder, 100 meter champion, men. 100 meter. Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. Yes, Adi, you got it. Usain Bolt. Adi, I know you from somewhere, from YouTube, no? Maybe. Social media. Maybe. Right. Perhaps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> social media, Usain Bolt, and who knows what his world record is? No Google, you're not allowed to Google. 9.58 seconds. And nobody has beaten that record since 2009. All right, the other question, teaser. Who holds the record for four by 100 relay men? Which country holds it? Who? Jamaica. No. Jamaica, right. <laughs> and on that team is Usain Bolt. And the record for the 4 by 100 relay is 36 seconds, 36.84 seconds. Now do your math, divide that by four, and you end up with 
9.21 seconds. That means that the fastest team in the world where Usain is part of runs at 9.21 seconds, whereas Usain Bolt is at 9.58 seconds. Moral of the story is that though Usain Bolt can run faster alone, he runs even faster when he's in a group. And that's really the moral of the story, the fact that we can do better when we are alone, but we do much better when we are in a community because that community inspires us, helps us when we're not feeling right where we should be and gives us ideas and inspires us. And so if you want to do well, you can do it alone. But if you want to do better, you need that community and you need to build that community around you. And so one of the things that I ask in my podcast, each time I have guests, I ask, what what has 2020 taught you? What were some of the lessons that COVID-19 taught you? Because we all know that it has changed the way we live and the way we interact. And so I thought that I would share with you some of the lessons that I've learned that sort of come up even when I talk with other guests. And I think there's almost a consensus on this idea of community is important. And so when we build one, when we work with community, we are able to actually keep our sanity. We know that because mental health has been something that has become so prevalent in these times. But when you're in a community, that community is able to to care for you, is able to pull you up when you're not feeling right where you should be. And as we say in Africa, this idea of Ubuntu, I can only be when we all are. And so my well-being is also dependent on your well-being. And my creativity is dependent upon your creativity. And so for me, community has really been important. And the idea of relationships and being very intentional in the relationships that we, we are making in the, in the relationships that we are choosing for ourselves. And so for me, mindfulness is one of those things that helps me in being intentional, in asking those right questions and the questions that can be tough sometimes about what is the community I'm building and is this community serving me? And is, has, have I outgrown this community? Because we do sometimes outgrow communities. And so if you haven't uh, subscribed to my podcast, please do. This is a shameless um, request. Episode 24 is one where I talk with my community. So I have four girlfriends. And when the pandemic started, we we were all just, it was lockdown. We were not allowed to go out. We were just having our Google Meet meetings. It was really tough. And then one of us decided, why don't we go to the Arboretum? It's just a forest down the road. And we go for a walk, it's really good. And then we have brunch together in a way that we take care of one another. And I must say that that, that one year, that was the team that was always, how's your podcast doing? Have you thought about interviewing so-and-so? And they were there to help me. And that episode 24, it's called Life, Friendships and a Wicked Gin and Tonic. But it really gives you the idea of just listen to it because it was very not planned. And then someone said, Dorothy, this is really good for your podcast. Let's do it. And, and, and that's what a community does for you. They look out for things that will, will help your creativity. They look for those moments when 
you may be so bogged in other things that you're not seeing and they're able to call you out and go, this is your moment, do it. And so that's my community. But I also have a community with my mom where before the pandemic, we used to have lunch every Sunday and she's a good cook. Tracy, she makes the best chapatis. So if you're ever in Kenya, please, I'd love to take you to her house. But when the pandemic started, we could not do this. And I was worried because she's over 70. And so I told her, you're not allowed to see anyone because you know you're high risk. No, she didn't listen to me because she belongs to a WhatsApp group that is anti-vax and does not believe in this COVID thing. And so she looked at me, she's like, no, but she went on seeing her friends. So I stopped seeing her because what was going to home because she was really going on with her community and just seeing them and COVID was non-existent. And I remember when I told her, mom, you know, you're really high risk. This is really not good for you. And she just said, no, I'm COVID proof. You know, this house is COVID proof. And so that happens when you belong to the WhatsApp group that she's in. They don't believe in these things. But what I realized was the importance of her community to her. At her age, um, she's 72. That's what makes sense to her. So this idea of being secluded wasn't it. And she just needed her community to, 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 to make her feel good, to make her feel that life was normal. Um, you'll be pleased to know that she's taken her vaccine. Um, and the only reason she took it was she said, why don't I see you take it and we'll monitor you for one week. If you're alive, I'll take it. So... I took my vaccine and she saw that I was alive and then she took it. It just goes to show you how much she loves me or doesn't. But anyway, um, she is, um, she's taken the vaccine, so we're in a good place. But the idea of community and relationships for me is really important. But also the idea of us being intentional about that community that we choose for ourselves. And I will read to you I, someone I really, really love and admire, um, Colin Powell, who, who was the Secretary of State for the US at one point. And I really like what his quote, it's a bit long, but it says that the less you associate with some people, the more life will improve, the more your life will improve. Anytime you tolerate mediocrity in others, you increase mediocrity in yourself. An important attribute in successful people is impatience with negative thinking and negative people, negative acting people. As you grow, your friends will not want, some friends will not want you to go on. Your associates will change. They will want you to stay where they are. Friends that don't help you climb will want you to crawl. Your friends will stretch you or they'll choke your dream. Those that don't increase you will eventually decrease you. And this is, this is a quote I've used in my life for a long time, um, for over 15 years now, and is almost my guiding star, my North Pole. If you are in a community, and at one point you ask yourself, is this increasing you? Is this making you better? Then that's the community for you. If the community is not making you grow, if it's choking your dream, if it's not creating that space for you to be, then it's time to ask that all important question and, 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 and outgrow 
that community and find another community. But it's also important that we ask ourselves the question, what sort of community am I to the people around me? And it's easy to expect the community to provide so many things, but just you being part of the community is taking a you know, taking your phone and checking up on a friend, checking up on, you know, Sydney, how are you doing? You know, are you okay? Um, checking out on people you know and you haven't seen because these are strange times and people may look good when they are on Zoom, but they're not really well inside. And so for me, that's mindfulness. And part of the practice I really try to get people to is to really take time to have quiet moments when they can listen to themselves, to their body and listen to how they're feeling. And so for me, the most important question is always, how are you feeling? And to, to, to not just say, I'm fine, but to let that sink in and feel it from your body and go, actually, I'm not that well, I'm not that great. And if you're in a community where you can be yourself, you can actually say, I'm not feeling that great today. And there's no judgment. And so that's really important. This idea of creating space to be quiet, to be away from technology, even though I work in, a, in tech, I always say technology can be our worst enemy, to just put tech aside and take moments of being alone. And then when you're strong, then you can be able to reconnect with the community. I'll end with a, pro, with a, with a proverb, again, an African proverb, because it, in Africa, everything is said through a proverb. And it says, the strength of a crocodile lies in the water. And you figure that out. Thank you. Well, that's all today in No Head, where we learn to live in the present moment and navigate life together. Thanks for listening to this special episode with the Cannes Lion Festival of Creativity at the Roger Hatchwell Academy. You can follow me on Instagram at No Head Podcast. And catch you next time, my friend. May you know and understand the power of community. May you practice Ubuntu. And may you always be the right sort of community to those around you. Bye-bye.